big thank you to Dyson as we are now working with them, which is so, so exciting for sometimes Chibata slaps. If you are not familiar with Dyson, they sell fancy vacuums, hair straighteners, and so much more. Right now, you can save $130 on select Dyson Corral hair straighteners. You can save $150 on the Dyson Purifier Cool Formaldehyde Fan. You can save another $150 on select Dyson Cordless Vacuums. You can save $100 on select Dyson Airwrap Complete Multi-Stylers. And there's $100 off the Dyson Cool Tower Fan. If you're looking to save some money on Dyson products, now is the time. Head on over to SometimesShabbataSlaps.com for more information and links to the Dyson website. Talk about a trend that we like now. Like, I love the the natural yeah, right. brow look that's going on. I'm like, oh, thank you. You're catering to my my eyebrows feel my so natural sticky shape. right now. I just like hyper focused on my eyebrows, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I hate that. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Ciabatta Slaps. Episode two, baby. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So in the first episode, you kind of got to know us a little bit personality-wise, good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Turned out to be a little bit more exposed than I thought it was going to be. (laughs) Those questions were, like, so intense. I was like, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of this I don't want to admit to strangers. Yeah. Like, oh, You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. love it love to see it oh so good okay in this episode we're gonna be talking about our childhood selves yes it's like living for your childhood self yes that's been a big theme in a lot of things a lot of the media that i've absorbed recently so i thought it was i thought it would be a good idea to do an episode on it Mm -hmm. it's fun it's because it kind of ties back into as well like what you do now versus like what your childhood self like always did and yeah is there like a a reason people like stir stray away from that and if they do stray is that why people like hate their jobs in the future because they think they should do one thing but yeah their inner child is like no 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 like let's do something that you always found fun yeah definitely right well and the thing that kind of sparked this was i got to go to cirque du soleil <laughs> and it was so fun because as a kid i would spend hours watching a cirque du soleil video mm-hmm. and then now as an adult i finally got to like go and watch cirque du soleil and it was the coolest experience ever and like little six-year-old journey was just sitting in that chair and she was just bawling her eyes out it was so so cool oh that's so fun i know i was like very jealous don't cry don't cry don't cry this is so good this is so good don't cry emotions emotions overwhelmed you're you're happy don't cry love that i know it was really good i don't even for me like just doing this like just going with this side fuels mm. like my creative like side as a child like oh. i loved making mu- music videos no matter how awful they were like mm-hmm. we all know the ones like the the photo booth <laughs> iMovie early garage band like oh. circa 2008 mm-hmm. <laughs> yep to prep for this episode we watched some of those videos and oh, it yeah. was just like ha ah, that's something that i did like you slightly <laughs> cringe but it's also just so funny to watch. Yeah. Amazing. Another news, how was your week? It was actually pretty good. I was really, really tired. Yeah. But it was good. And uh <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll put that on do not disturb. Um yeah. 
No, it was good, because, I don't know, I had three days off in a row, and that was awesome, and I got to go to Cirque du Soleil. Love that. And then we worked out super early Monday morning. Which was killer. Yeah, that was killer. <laughs> and then Anne today at the gym, she was like, I saw your partner this morning, and I was like, yeah, she came super early, and I just wasn't going to wake up that early to go work out with her. <laughs> like you know what that's fair yeah oh but so yeah. good no, i don't know good. i felt so accomplished like i like i've been doing 615 workouts all all week this week which is bittersweet because i'm so tired and it means i don't have a lot of time to work on stuff in the evening yeah especially when you work all day mm-hmm. naturally um but no this morning it was like okay day off workout early and then i went and got some like fresh sourdough yes. cobs right beside <laughs> the, yeah. the studio what a poor placement i'm like hmm i'm working out to fresh cinnamon bun smell and i'm like well now i'm just gonna go put that 400 calories on that i just burned yeah no i got some fresh like yeah fresh sourdough with my avocado toast and it was like so good that's good very happy i love love that that's good did you have a good week I didn't it just worked yeah you sweat a lot oh it is so hot in the shop right now i literally dreamt that we got a new air conditioner oh that's a dream <laughs> and then i dreamt about doing lunges because i knew today was leg day <laughs> you did a lot of lunges and then today. i went to work and i did or i went to work out and i did more lunges oh it's so fun yes so yeah we're doing our childhood selves today oh, so fun yeah to prep for this I looked back on some old uh, journals that my mom kept from when we were kids. She would, like, write down for important parts of, like, the month and stuff and what we did and fun things. And then would, like, attach, like, tape photos and other trinkets, like a concert ticket or other things onto them. So funny. (laughs) So funny. I was having a good laugh last night. Those were amazing. Because, like... I, like, remember it, too. And yeah. there's so many parts of it that I remember so much. But to see it, like, to see, like, the sassy little <laughs> poses and the... Like, there's one thing where it's, like, mom said, like, oh, yeah, you're getting so smart, but you need to be nicer to me. Like, yeah. stop eye-rolling, stop talking back. <laughs> I'm like, oof. <laughs> I know, and this episode's yeah. going to be really good because it turns out we have very, very similar childhood memories of doing very similar things and it makes sense that we have the same personality because we'd be like mm-hmm. oh my goodness like yeah there's a picture of me rock climbing i used to love rock climbing and i'm like me too and then we both had a rock climbing birthday party mm-hmm. and it's just like crazy how similar it was like and even though like to know we both grew up in different provinces like i was yeah. i'm originally from um just outside of winnipeg and so I would, all my, these experiences happened while I was in Winnipeg and then I moved to, uh, Calgary area in 2007. Yes. And, and then I lived in buttfuck nowhere, um, <laughs> central Alberta, <laughs> small little town. Yeah. And I was homeschooled, so my friends were my siblings. Mm-hmm. And so all the cringy videos that I have was, of me and my siblings and then you were so lucky to have so many good friends that would do that with you because not a lot of my friends would do that with me i don't know if my friends necessarily wanted to that'd be something to like <laughs> kind of look back on i figured i was just very bossy and just directed everyone yeah <laughs> which makes sense now i'm still bossy that uh, yeah just well, nicer about it <laughs> we call it leadership quality mm. as an adult yes yes i have strong leadership abilities <laughs> Add that to the resume. Yeah, I think it's already on there. <laughs> That's good. That's good. 
I need to add it. Hardworking leadership abilities. Yep. AKA determined and bossy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say bitchy. That too. I was like, okay. Catch me in the wrong mood. Okay. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so what are some things that you were like, like proud of, of who you are as an adult who, that your childhood self would have been proud of? So my childhood self was very, very ambitious and Mm -hmm. very much loved to travel or loved the idea of travel. And so I think the first thing would be that like, she'd be so stoked that of how many places I've been to and traveled. I lived in a different country for a year. Um, and all the like the adventurous type of stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of my I looked back also in old um notebooks at home too with bucket lists and stuff. And a lot of my bucket list items were things like skydiving and scuba diving mm. and flying in a helicopter or going to a volcano. Like I've done yeah. all these fun things. That's so fun. That I think my childhood self would be like super stoked about. Yeah. And even now, like the creative projects, I love to design and create and all in all spaces. Yeah. And so I'm not doing like interior design, fashion design. Yeah. I interior design my own house, but yeah. Parents parents' house. <laughs> but um and mine. <laughs> yeah. Just everyone. Everyone yeah. I walk into your space and I'm like, you should do that. Yeah, that looks way better. Like, cool. My couch <laughs> is now in my kitchen, but I like the way my living room looks. <laughs> but yeah, no, but so I think she would be really like stoked about that yeah. side of things of what I've done. Yeah. How about you? I think she would be very stoked about my university degree. Okay. And how... Because I've always, as a kid, my mom calls me a smart little whippersnipper. <laughs> um, and how I'm just always learning and always absorbing the knowledge and just, like, mm-hmm. having the opportunity to go to university and get that knowledge and then, mm-hmm. like, successfully complete it, be on the dean's list, like do just so well at it was something that i felt very very proud of myself for oh she's smart smart oh yeah <laughs> i just a little flex um <laughs> Dieselous, that's tea uh, yeah i know i'm like really cool um <laughs> but that's something that like i worked really hard for and then i got it and i was like yeah that's awesome little journey would be so happy but also like with the podcast, I was also making the movie or the music videos and doing photo shoots, and I found some terrible skits on my phone <laughs> and um, fashion designing. And I think one thing that I didn't really have written down was my sense of style. Okay. Because as a kid, mm-hmm. so cringy. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so yeah. cringy. I was wearing all of the fun things that I loved at one time, and they did not go. But honestly, that's the early 2000s, though. Like, that's true. You wear your favorite pair of jeans and you wear your favorite skirt over top of those jeans. Yes. And you have a hat and pigtails and beads in the pigtails and hair yes. wraps. And that's like, very much like, yeah, your makeup is just horrendous because you got a new blush kit and you didn't know how to use it. Very maximalist. <laughs> but like now, mm-hmm. I'm finding a way to find the fun pieces of clothing that I love and like wearing them in a way that looks a little less chaotic Mm -hmm. because that was something that my dad would always be like oh my goodness you have such fun sense of style and i'm like yeah and then i thought (laughs) i was losing it but then i wore this super fun dress to cirque du soleil and i was like no she's still got it she's still fun i think what (laughs) like fed my ego was i loved like mixing prints and patterns and all that kind of stuff 
And so I would have like a graphic t-shirt with like a vest over it and then I'd have like checkered pants or something. I can see it in my whole... And then like another like a polka dot hat. Yeah. Or cheetah print hat or something like that. Yeah. And my aunt, who I like absolutely idolize, she lived in LA and I thought like she's like the fashionista of all fashionistas. Like she knows what's up. She would compliment me and I was like, (laughs) I know it. (laughs) Right. I look back on those and I find it hilarious. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not cringe by it though, but like, it's like the poses that I'm like, oh yeah, you thought you were hot. Oh yeah. (laughs) Love that. I'm like, why am I not absolutely popular? (laughs) (laughs) No, you are, you are. I look just like Selena Gomez. (laughs) Just like Selena Gomez. It's the belt over top of the vest, over top of the print, over top Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. third tank top. Yeah. And even now, like, my 18 year old cousin grew up in LA, always into fashion. Yeah. Never had that, like, insane awkward phase. Like, for her, she was, like, six or seven, which makes sense. Oh, interesting. But, yeah. And so, I'm like, I can't relate to that because I had very much the awkward phase. Yeah. And her older sister had, like, the phase that I idolized as a kid. Yeah. So, thankfully, though, I wasn't allowed to tweeze my eyebrows. Otherwise, I would have had very thin eyebrows at seven years old but (laughs) i don't love pain so i still don't tweeze my eyebrows (laughs) oh yeah well now that talk about a trend that we like now like i love the the natural brow look that's going on i'm like oh thank you you're catering to my my eyebrows my natural shape now i just like hyper focus on my eyebrows and i was like oh i hate that (laughs) (laughs) okay let's pretend that didn't happen ADHD coming out. Love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, but then, like, what about like differences? Is there anything like that you're doing now, or anything more that you're proud of? Like, um, I mean, like, I always wanted to work in a coffee shop. Mm, yeah, me too. Um, could not have imagined that this is what working at a coffee shop is like. <laughs> um, when I owned my Mustang. That was something that was so huge for me because that was my mm-hmm. dream car. My dad and I were going to buy an old Mustang and we were going to fix it up. Mm. But then we just bought one that ran and was good. Okay. And so driving that was just like, most of mine were like materialistic things, but like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Like material. I always like, I loved experiences mm-hmm. and even now I think that's still true. Yeah. Um, even though I have had a bit of a spending addiction, like I, that's because I haven't been out traveling and doing and yeah, yeah, doing all these things. So I've kind of like found another m- mode yeah. of achieving that, like serotonin. <laughs> Love it. But um, no, always as a kid, it was like I want to do this activity. I want to do this activity. I want to do this activity. Yeah. And at the point in my life where I really felt like I had lost myself was when I wasn't doing those things. I was lazy. I was yeah stagnant. Well, I find, like, when I was a kid, I was way more adventurous and willing to do things than I am now. Mm-hmm. Now I overthink a lot of things, and I just, like, make up scenarios. I'm like, that the likelihood of that happening is slim to none. Mm-hmm. So then I don't go out and do those fun things. Like, I used to climb trees all the time. Mm-hmm. But now, if I get too far off the ground, I get nervous. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, why... Why did that... I know why that changed, but yeah. why Why did I get... Or how did I get less adventurous? Yeah. Like that. I don't know. One time, we were... Because um, I wanted to be a marine biologist, as everyone does in grade four. Um, 
And we then, all know the girls, their favorite color is blue. Yeah, it still is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I wanted to be a marine biologist. And then we find, we went to Belize and we were snorkeling. And I'm afraid of fish. And that's maybe not what a marine biologist needs. No. And there was like a giant six foot stingray like swimming, but it was kind of like coming up towards me. And my mom's like, you walked on water. You got back to that <laughs> beach so fast. And I was like, yeah, no, I was freaking out. But like young journey would have been like, that's so cool. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm afraid of fish. So she didn't love it. <laughs> a-, a plus marine biologist. Yeah. So that's when I decided that maybe that's not the career choice for me. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I was always design, food, interior design, fashion, food. Yeah. Directing, creative of sorts. Like, all of that was, like, holds true to this day. Those are all things that I really, really thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. Even photography. Like, I love the creation of photos now, and I've definitely naturally honed in on my yeah, photography abilities. I can... I know my color scheme. I know my style. But when I was um, younger, I loved being behind the camera and I loved directing my sister. I'm like, you're going to pose like this on here. I'm going to get this this light and this is how it's going to look. Yeah. And I could see it before I even took the photo. And so when it came out, everyone was like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. So like that like visualization, I think is, so I still have to this day and yeah. holds very true to like why I think I was able to achieve what I've done. And I feel like that's something that I lacked, mm-hmm. which is why I never really expanded on like photography and music videos mm-hmm. because I would just kind of go with the flow and if it didn't work out, it didn't work out and then I'd stop completely. But mm-hmm. I couldn't have that initial visual in my mind of what that shot was going to look like mm-hmm. and then how to manipulate the camera to get the light and get the angles and do all that. Mm-hmm. So I just never really tried. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Yeah. In- interesting. It's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like once I... So I, where I used to be so excited about photography, I kind of fell off in, in high school because... Um, my like creative like digital arts and design teacher mm-hmm. made it so linear and you kind of have to when you teach a class right where i just i did not suit well with that yeah and so where i was trying to do all these things and trying to recreate what was going on in my head it just fell flat because i was like more so trying to copy someone else whereas now i can see it is a lot more natural and i know what i want to do and it's yeah it's kind of it's come back to me but yeah, I did lose it there for a while. Yeah, when I had to do it for a project and like take a photo of this tomato and make it look beautiful. And I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, how do I make this look beautiful without making it look like a stock image for like <laughs> Safeway? <laughs> well, that could be beauty. That's what I would try and do. I would try to make mm. it look like the most generic tomato. Yeah, but like I stunted myself because of that. I felt so like yeah. Because it wasn't your own image. Yeah. It was someone else's. And with that, I also, like, cut off so many opportunities. Because, like, no, 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 I'm moving on to the next thing. This isn't working out for me. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, my dad gave me the opportunity to meet um, a photographer for National Geographic. Oh, wow. And I turned it down. Boo. <laughs> I'm like, that is one thing. If I have any regrets in my life, that's one thing I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have just, like, gone. Yeah. Just met them. Even if I didn't end up becoming a National Geographic photographer. Yeah. That would have been so it's cool. so cool. And that would have, like, had I gone that route and had that succeeded for me, like, that would have combined, like, my creativity and my travel. Yeah, exactly. In one. Well, and what a good contact to have in your back pocket, too, right? Like... Right? Yeah. At every 13-year-old ever, network. 
Yeah. Do not stunt oh my yourself goodness. Don't it's wait. not your thing. Yeah. I didn't really like mm. understand the importance of networking until like university. So I have contacts with so many people who I've never really contacted, but I've gotten them from a teacher and she's like, let them know, like talk to them, like mm-hmm. use them to work for you kind of. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But then I just didn't do anything with them. Yeah. And I'm like, I should really just put my name out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like spent so many years stunting myself with scenarios like that. Yeah. Right? Where, I mean, even I used to be a figure skater and I quit start working so I could start traveling, like make money and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But that was only part of it. I also quit because I'm like, well, I'm never going to be a a part of the Olympics. So what's the point? Right? Yeah. And that I let that idea ruin the fun for me. And so I was like moody. I didn't want to show up. I didn't want to. I felt embarrassed that these kids that were younger than me were doing so much better than me but they're also not five foot ten and 180 pounds at 14 years old yeah no it's very different (laughs) right they are five foot or four foot nine for some of them because they're children yeah 80 pounds and they can launch themselves into the air like easy breezy whereas like i had to work for it yeah and there was two other skaters like me same height same weight roughly and one of them actually continued uh, skating all through university, and she's oh, like wow. really like big athlete, but she's also so smart. She's studying um, like psychology as well and stuff, oh, cool, which is yeah. fun. Like I had a conversation with her the other day too about how we just felt so abnormal mm-hmm. in that crowd, but we were able to relate to each other because we were both like the big girls, right? And yeah, mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, it was just a weird, and even then, like. Weren't even that big. Yeah, we like, just weren't that's the five thing. foot two. <laughs> yeah, that sport is catered to petite women, mm-hmm. which is not fun for women who are not petite. Who mm-hmm. are like, I still love this. I still want to do this. Mm-hmm. But like, why can't I? Yeah, yeah. Why is it so much harder for me? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I did follow that passion though. Everyone, my dad especially, he's like, you should play hockey. You should play hockey. You'd be so good at hockey. Yeah, and I would have been. I would have been the no one wants to run into me <laughs> that's <But>, true <laughs> like body check me i dare you um <laughs> yeah. it would not be good yeah but i wanted to be like dainty and i wanted to like spin and dance and do all the the ballerina and princess things that i admired yeah as a kid definitely loved the girly side of it yeah but well that's one thing that like i used to dance when i was younger and i was really bad but it's because of just like the moves were different for me because I was so long. Mm-hmm. Like my legs were so long and my arms were so long and my torso was so long that the moves looked completely different mm-hmm. than what I was doing. I couldn't do hip hop because I couldn't do the like fast, jagged movements because my arms were so long that even just getting there was like not the same as it's like legged in a way. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. And so then I wish that I had like recognized that and not internalized it and made it like oh i'm just bad at dancing mm-hmm. and then gone to like ballet or something where the long you been, want to be long yeah. and skinny and tall your poor feet would be so fucked up though oh yeah <laughs> oh right? yeah no not good one of my dance teachers had to get like one of her toenails removed from doing point <sighs> and i was like that's yummy. I only got like a small, small, small taste of that, like with toe picking and skating. Yeah. And I could not have long toenails. 
I no. trim them right down to the point where they're below the skin because it freaking hurt otherwise. Yeah. No, I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and even just like, I want to, as an adult now, start, I fe- I'm feeling like that's something that's missing. Okay. I, I want to, like, I want to act again. I want to dance again. Fun. Yeah, I know. I want to get a piano so I can play music. So fun. So those are all things that were huge parts of my childhood mm-hmm. that I'm like, even just going to Cirque du Soleil, I was like, oh my goodness, I want to dance again. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I need to go to a play. I need to just have that creative or creativity in my life again because it feels like it's something that's really lacking. That's so fun. Right? So fun. So catch me at jubilations dinner theater <laughs> i would love i fully support that that'd be so no i don't know that i can act again i was pretty bad at that too <laughs> but even just doing like improv or something would be Ooh. fun <laughs> <You're> not- <laughs> no one of my cousins was an improv guy and he was actually really really good at it but like the panic of like sitting down and not having like a script no, we did like an audience participation one and I just I would just shut down. Let me tell you though, that'd be so good for development though. A hundred percent. Personal development. One hundred percent it would. I think and that yeah. would break you out of like the last little bit of shell that you have. Oh definitely. And it would mm. really I think it would help me like think on my feet more and just like wake up my neurons and be like, Okay, mm-hmm. stop overthinking your responses. Just say it. Yeah. Which could be good, it could be bad, because going back to childhood me, bit of a smart ass. Maybe we'll try it. <laughs> you Mac and I are going to go to an improv Mac, class? Yeah, Mac and Jubes take on improv. <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> Good. That's what we, we got like it. We got it mastered. Yes, and. That's yes, all you and. need to know. That's, you're amazing. Us on stage just being yes, and. <laughs> I want to go to the park. Yes, and? Yes, and? Yes, and? Yes, and I want ice cream. Yes. And let's go get it. <laughs> yes, and right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Please? <laughs> oh my goodness oh so good we love to see it so i guess like yeah so what's different in your life that your childhood self would be kind of like oh like i thought it was gonna be like this but clearly that's not the case or do you have anything um and big thank you to chamberlain coffee for working with sometimes she bought a slaps as you guys know, Journey and I met working in a coffee shop, so coffee is our love language. And Chamberlain Coffee is a coffee company that was started by Emma Chamberlain, and we are so proud to partner with her. If you love coffee as much as we do, then we know you'll love this. There's no shortage of coffee paraphernalia you can purchase from her website, as well as matcha. She has coffee bundles and instant coffee mixes and just makes coffee as accessible for everyone. Exactly. So get up to 15% off plus free shipping and a free gift when you subscribe for auto delivery at chamberlaincoffee.com. You can also get another 10% off when you sign up for text at chamberlaincoffee.com. And bonus, if you have a Keurig, then you'll love that there are new coffee pods available. And we have the link for that over on our website. So if you're interested in Chamberlain Coffee, you can head on over to sometimesbossapps.com and you can find the updated links underneath our affiliates section. Well, I used to just, like, live like my life was, like, a movie. Like, I'd wait for those, like... <gasps> the movie moments. Yes. Yes! <laughs> the, like, looking out of a car window while it's raining and a sad song is playing and you're like, I am moody. 
like Lizzie Mc- like Hillary Duff, rain, yeah. like let the rain fall down. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wake my dreams. Just like the fun little moments where like <laughs> so then I'd put too much into those moments and then I would like ruin the moment. Mm. And then it would just like, but there's not really anything. Like it's harder. Life mm-hmm. is harder, and I'm definitely not as happy, carefree as I was. Hmm. I was very naive as a child. And I'm still very, but, like... Is there... Do you think, though, it's actually naivety? Or do you think it's, like, something's missing that you haven't fulfilled that's causing that? I think it's just, like, I'm on birth control and it's just (laughs) making me sad. (laughs) So hormones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's very much not who I am. And Mm -hmm. I notice a change immediately. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I feel like my life is pretty much... I didn't think I'd be staying in Alberta. Mm. That's you. I even though when I was younger I wanted to be a fashion designer and I was going to go to the old college in Calgary, so then I was going to end up in Calgary. But then when mm-hmm. I changed and I went to Halifax, I didn't really have a plan after that. Mm. Like it was yeah. like graduate university, and that's kind of where my life plan ended. Yeah, because I had no idea what to expect after that. I didn't know where I was going to be. I didn't know who I'd be dating. I didn't know what I would university would look like for me. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's funny, too. I mean, for me, it's more so high school, Michaela. Like, really was like, get me out of yeah. Alberta. Get me out 100%. of Canada. Get me out of everything that I, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me be, to be back caused a lot of, like, depression-ish. Yeah. Um, until I started networking again yeah because everyone i had known was gone right right and i was like oh great i did all these fun cool things and now i'm back and back living at my parents house um while well, my friends are getting engaged and having kids and yeah. people from high school have moved away and are doing the things that i want to be doing again yeah but with i don't know the world shutting down it also forced me to like come back and like reset um yeah because my health wasn't good and my physical health wasn't good and yeah it was just it it felt very weird but also very comforting to be back home like with my parents yeah um but now kidding me with this depression there's no way no i'm moving out of my house parents house no i don't have to i think we're gonna have a recession pretty soon (laughs) it is why would i why on earth would i pay like thirteen hundred dollars in rent Mm -hmm. for a studio Mm -hmm. in freaking yeah like that's what the housing market is right now yeah 100 percent. there's no way it's ridiculous and it's so debilitating for everyone Mm -hmm. when i could be like at home at my parents for free yeah that's our deal home is free Mm -hmm. um and work on my savings and work on my investments and exactly have money to invest now so it can grow build that nest egg yeah yeah definitely so i'm not like hating my life at 27 (laughs) yeah like why would I? I I've, I'm very privileged to have yeah parents who are like who have a house and are good and yeah. Well, why wouldn't I like utilize that exactly? And that's mm-hmm. one thing that I feel very grateful for is that I was allowed the opportunity to achieve all of my childhood goals. Mm-hmm. There was nothing that I wasn't able to achieve, mm-hmm. and so I feel very thankful that I was 
born into a situation where I could do that, where I had parents who would support me, and now I have a boyfriend mm-hmm. who supports me on every single little endeavor. So we're going to do this really fun thing um, where my camera doesn't want to record past 30 minutes. <laughs> yes. So we're always going to get a choppy moment around 30 minutes. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> I'm not buying a professional digital camera that just doesn't stop recording right now. <laughs> I'm sure we'll figure it out. It's yeah. episode two. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. But no, as you said, like, I'm very much in a similar situation, right? I was very yeah. privileged. I was very supported. I was very, yeah. um, but also was like a lot of hard work and good money habits and all yeah. of these um, practices that allowed me to do the things that I wanted to do without restriction. Yeah. Which definitely. was, I am very grateful for. Yeah. hundred percent. And it, I think it allowed me the opportunity to then like support my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, when I bought my grad dress, I was able to pay it out in full and I bought my friend's grad dress as well. Yeah. So I was able to just drop that just on the spot just so yeah. she could go take it home and have it. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I'll pay you back. And I'm like, yeah, like no rush. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so I think that I was able to then, but if I was struggling, I think I would be a lot more selfish um, and maybe a little bit more, not malicious, but you know what I mean? Like I would yeah. feel like the world's out to get me. And so I can't, spend anything or do anything like yeah. because we've been i think maybe good and cautious comfortable is the right word yeah definitely and i was like definitely in university i worked really hard in the summer i was very fortunate to get a good job so that mm-hmm. i could live off campus and like buy my own groceries and i was doing fine so one of the things that i would always do and i still do now is whenever someone would come over i fed them mm-hmm. yeah rarely would you come to my house and i wouldn't feed you yeah. Because I knew that a lot of my friends who were struggling, I was like, well, at least you have a good meal mm-hmm. so that you can think properly. Because well, you can think better with a full belly. So, like, mm-hmm. that was one thing that I made sure. That I was like, hey, like, come over around this time. And then I'm like, okay, they'll stay for supper so that I can, like, make this food so that they'll eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, on I guess on that note, too, I think another thing my childhood self would be proud of is my ability to forgive yeah. I don't hold grudges. Yeah. Um, and as a kid, I was very much like, you piss me off and I'm going to, like, for example, there's a story in this um, journal that I was reflecting on where, like, my cousin, we had a fight about pool table balls <laughs> and then I ripped his pajamas. <laughs> like, I did not know how to, like, regulate that. So yeah. I just, like, went to destruction or, like, yeah. there was this time in, I don't know, first grade or so. And I was building a snow fort. And this kid came up and kept kicking down the walls of my snow fort. And I got so pissed off, I almost hit him with a shovel. Oh, good. And teacher, I had above my head, right, like, full batter <laughs> up, like, style. Yay. And the teacher, like, yelled at me. And, like, I just didn't know how to control that at that time. Yeah. And so now I'm very much kind of like, oh, forgive and forget, like, whatever. Yeah. Very passive about these things, which yeah. I think, I think if childhood Max saw that, she'd be like, okay, yeah, like... Because I very much adopted more of my mom's mannerisms and behaviors. Yeah. Which is something I I very much looked up to my mom when I was a kid. Yeah. She's like, a little angel can do no wrong. I still look up to my mom. <laughs> I'm still angrier than she is. <laughs> like, I don't know how. That's good. That's fun. She gets like pushed around so much and is, is like, oh, whatever. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just yeah. too passive aggressive to really let anything really bother me. So you just walk all over me and I'll be like, sorry. I was like, I was like in the way of your feet, I'll move. 
don't even worry about it but then i'll go home and just be like in my brain like oh whatever and just like so mad i'll be like in the shower like fake fighting you and i'm like oh that's such a sick burn Ooh, got you (laughs) two days after the whatever happened but that like that only hurts yourself right it's like yeah it's very very destructive grudges is is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die yeah and i'm very good at that (laughs) were you ever that as a kid like was that same way um i probably yeah yeah i just i kind of adopted this thing where i wasn't really allowed to tell people how i was thinking because then i would get in trouble Mm. so i wasn't allowed to say hey i don't like that Mm. that you made me feel not good because i would get in trouble ah shoot so it's kind of like a an unfortunate coping or not like coping mechanism but like Mm-hmm. I don't know the right word for that, but that was kind of how it... Ad- ad- adaptation? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, where as a child, I'd get in trouble for silly things and then really internalize it. And I'm like, okay, well, as an adult, I'm just not going to say anything. Because mm. it's safer. Mm. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Do you, so, think that, do you think that's something that adds to like your, I guess, distress? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Because I can't vocalize how it is because I'm so afraid of how they're going to view me negatively mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's something that I really want to work on and I'm really proud of myself for working on mm-hmm. because, and then it's really, that's kind of another thing that was bringing up the like childhood life mm-hmm. things is like, oh, I remember one time I got in trouble and my dad called me a smart aleck and I was like, ooh, I'm a smart aleck. That means I'm smart. And he's like, <laughs> that's not what that means and i was like well, what does it mean <laughs> but he didn't want to swear in front of me and he didn't he couldn't really un but you like, can't deny that that's not a, a witty response exactly though. and he can't say no you're not smart <laughs> <laughs> so i find it funny to look back on that memory and like think of it as the parent because you're in this fun little situation where like you can't really call your kid dumb but you're like hey that was a really funny smart ass thing to say <laughs> but like what you said wasn't good i don't even remember what i said i just remember everything after that <laughs> no i had less of that like i think to my face other than the fact that my mom like wrote in that book journal like you yeah. gotta be nicer to me yeah <laughs> um but i had a lot of like situations like that with like friends oh yeah and so social development for me was uh i think the thing that was maybe most difficult i think i was always very self-aware and i was always like good but like the managing like social interactions and like kids right so yeah this one girl who was my friend um she called me dense (laughs) and i i'm the oldest i was very semi-sheltered and stuff as a kid and i was like oh yeah like i do have a lot of hair I love that. That is my favorite story ever in the entire world. But it's like, then, like, what? Like, like, no, 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 you're stupid. I'm like, oh, yeah, I fucking proved your point. This, yeah, like, I literally. I have to roll with it. Like, yeah, I have a big head and lots of hair. Like, I'm stupid. <laughs> dense. Yeah, I have a lot of hair. <laughs> you are dense, aren't you, sweetheart? <laughs> so that was, like, very developmental for me, too, because I'm like, oh great love this amazing love that for me that's <laughs> embarrassing but it builds character in the end i think that's true part of the reason why like things just kind of roll off my back and i'm like ah oh, well well said that <laughs> can't change it got thick hair so i'm dense baby <laughs> roll with it just talk about it some more why don't i 
Oh, that's but, awesome. No, I definitely internalize and, like, harbor, mm-hmm. like, feelings and emotions. And, like, I'm really good at, like, pr- like making up how the other person's feeling. Mm-hmm. Which we'll talk about more in another episode. Um, but I'll be like, oh, that person got quiet. I offended them. What did I do wrong? And then mm-hmm. I just, like, berate myself. And I'm like, how did you... Like, what did you say that would do that? Maybe don't say that again. Like, but the other person, it could have just been a normal response Mm -hmm. that nothing actually happened. And they're just like, okay, I'm quiet now. Yeah. But I like read too much into that situation. Mm hmm. Yeah. And does that come from any like personality traits that you can think of? I'm sure it must. Or do you think that's more just like, again, like um, social development kind of stuff? Yeah. Well, like, I was homeschooled, so I was only with my brother and sister, so I got really good at reading them. Mm. And so then, when they would get mad, they would get silent. Mm -hmm. And same with my mom. Yeah. And so a lot of that has come from, like, reading their emotions, and then I just project how they used to act onto other people. Mm. So I think that's kind of where that comes from. But. Fun. I know. Love it. Fun stuff. Big fun. Big, big fun. (laughs) And on that note, what's our next question? (laughs) I usually talk about some, like, things that I thought would be different. Like, my childhood self. Like, always as a kid, I always romanticized love and romance. Yeah. My parents have a very healthy relationship, and I loved the Disney movies, and I still love the Disney movies. I love the idea of, like, magic in the world. Yeah. But I've never been in a relationship. (laughs) Been on a few dates. Absolute duds. Yeah. A couple, like, good ones, but we're, like, more friends than anything. Yeah. But nothing that has that, like, movie moment spark. Right. And I haven't experienced that. And I think that's one thing that does cause, like, a lot of longing. Yeah. Is for that. Definitely. Because I want to be in love. And I want to do all the fun, ooey-gooey, romantic things. Yeah make myself vomit a little bit being like oh that's so cringy but i like i love it yeah exactly like i want to have my like prince charming moment yeah and that very much comes from i guess watching all the things as a kid but it's beautiful i don't know it is yeah everyone who like rips on disney movies i'm like who are you like yeah it's still a beautiful thing yeah it's not realistic always yeah but like what's the harm in like aiming for that exactly why is it bad to look up to Someone to be like, hey, or like Cinderella, mm-hmm. for example. Like, she started off in this shitty life situation. She mm-hmm. fell in love with Prince Charming. He took her to this beautiful castle, gave her the life she loved, mm-hmm. and just like loved her. Like, why is that something terrible to look up to? Yeah, because people are like, well, he forced her to come and stay in the castle, and he. I'm like, no. You look into that. You're gonna you're gonna make everything shitty. That's such exactly. a negative mindset. Like, she got away from her abusive step family. Like, yeah. I do not see how this is bad. Her father died. She was a servant to her siblings and stepmother. Like, yeah. Bada boom, she rules them now. This is good. Power move. The only one that I kind of have a little bit of an issue would be like Belle. Yeah. Because he did hold her captive. Mm -hmm. But then I also like romanticized that. But see, Belle's one of my favorite ones. I love how she kind of like made him soft. Yeah. Right? And that's. It's the you can change them. Yeah. Which again, you shouldn't go into always. (laughs) But it is, like, just for someone who is, like, so harsh around the edges, 
even with friendships right i'm not trying yeah. to go out and make friendships and just change people always yeah but i think there is something about like she was so sure of herself yeah right she was so selfless to the point that she like influenced yeah 100 percent. he saw the beauty and the carefree and the love for learning and just mm-hmm. who she was and was like you know what i like mm-hmm. that but even like pre-captivity yeah gaston he wanted her and she was oh, like piss off so toxic <laughs> Oh, uh-uh, red flag. Beast over Gaston any day. 100%, because the beast is hot at the end of the movie. <laughs> childhood crush. Actual childhood crush. Yeah, they kind of did him dirty in the live-action remake or whatever. Um, no, Beast in human form, and then uh, Chad Michael Murray. Two childhood crushes of mine. Yeah. Two I was different types, but... Mm. Zac Efron and Justin Bieber. Oh, yes, the flippy hair. Yeah, I have a type. <laughs> white boy flippy hair yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like those videos it's like show your childhood crush and show who you ended up with oh i did well 10th grade Bryce. (laughs) yeah that is justin bieber yeah and zach efron so good oh my goodness i love it and i guess yeah one more thing that i think my childhood self would like think that would be different Mm -hmm. is my outward appearance Okay. I always pictured myself as like skinnier, edgier, more tattoos, like yeah, kind of biker girl ish in a yeah. way. Because I loved that. I thought it was so fun to be so like punk and edgy. And I'm like, but I never achieved that. Yeah, <laughs> I always achieved like the dollar store version of that. <laughs> and see, that's funny because mm-hmm. I think the way you are now mm-hmm. is so suiting to who you are mm-hmm. because oh, you're like you. a. You're just, like, a natural, healthy, just, like, nice person. I All my <laughs> words went out, but I'm trying to give you a compliment. <laughs> you Thank just, you. You just, the way you look fits who you are, and it's just, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny how that changes, right? Because, yeah. again, Mac thought it was me as, like, cool, punk, rebellious, like, mm. Yeah. Have, like, the, the white stripe of, in your hair and, like, really dark hair and <laughs> loved it. But now I'm, like, this, like kind of semi-coastal, like, athletic girl. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't mind me if I can wear yoga pants and sweaters all day. And oh, yeah, what a mood. Beautiful. 100%. But, yeah, no, so yeah. there's different things like that. But my personality, I'd say, does suit the image that I had in my head as a kid. Yeah. Like, I very much am more rebellious in my thoughts and in my practices. And yeah. I'm like, I don't feel the need to categorize everything so much like let people be people yeah and stop trying to like set boundaries and restrictions and even in mental health i love psychology and i love being able to like express things and whatnot but yeah i think we need to watch with labeling yes because some people take these diagnoses to a point where they're crippling themselves mm-hmm. 100%. oh i have depression i can't do anything yeah I'm like, no, you have depression, but the whole point of psychology is to then, like, or therapy is to then shift your mindset out of out of yeah. it. Here you have this. That's why you're feeling this way. But here's how you can make it better. Yeah. But so many people are like, oh, no, I have it. I can't achieve anything in life. Yeah. And it's so mm-hmm. limiting. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like the limiting beliefs mindset that I really trying to avoid where I think, yeah, I don't know, we over diagnose yeah. and over analyze certain things. 
And yeah, even just like self-diagnosing. Mm-hmm. I've self-diagnosed myself with so many things. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it comes from a place where I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. everyone has this. I want to be part of that. Mm, and that, yeah, it's another part of things too, right? It's like a yeah. club. It's like a, a longing to feel something or be something. And that's something that's very suiting with who I was as a kid. Mm-hmm. Because I always wanted to like, oh, other people had this. Well, I want to have that too. Yeah. Wanting so, to fit in. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so that ties into that too, right? Like a lot of it could be unfulfilled childhood needs. And that's why even on um, social media now, like talking about your inner child has become so popular, Mm -hmm. which is good. (laughs) Um, Because I think it's a lot of things that people were masking. Exactly. And I think it's really, really, it's going to be really healthy for us to live for our inner child. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's something that we've, like as a society have moved away from Mm -hmm. where we're so caught up with being adults and like thanks industrial revolution exactly like (laughs) why can i not i don't know play with barbies as a 22 year old why do i have to be worried about my taxes yeah obviously i understand the practicality of being worried (laughs) about your taxes but like screw taxes yeah (laughs) get rid of taxes amen (laughs) but also like i understand the importance of like now you're living as an adult you have to look after yourself and there's things that you need to do but i don't think you should get so bogged down by that that you can't enjoy other pleasures in your life Mm -hmm. which is kind of what i struggle with and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh i gotta go to work and then i gotta go home and then i vacuum and then i make supper and then i do laundry and then i clean things mm-hmm. but i'm like i don't want to be doing that i want to be playing video games or i want to be working on the podcast mm-hmm. or doing research or doing things that excite me yeah but the way we are right now doesn't allow for that well it's not like i'm a huge fan of the new idea that a lot of um even school systems now are having mm-hmm. is four day work weeks yes four day school days for that's yeah. so nice because it, it allows more time for play yeah which is so, so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because without a lack of play comes a lack of development, honestly. Exactly. Like, play is how you learn as a kid. A hundred percent. You learn through experiences. You learn through um, creation. You learn through X, Y, Z. And it is so influential for brain development. And you get to explore the things that you like and things you don't like and work through imaginary scenarios. Mm-hmm. And then you're able to then go out into the real world yeah with confidence yeah and be like oh no i know i don't like this because of this yeah exactly Mm -hmm. no that's very cool i didn't know they were doing that yeah i like that no my mom is um my mom's a teacher and so her division is her division is actually playing around with the idea of starting um four day that's uh, so nice school weeks well yeah like Mm -hmm. even with us at work like we both asked for like we'll work four nine hour days Mm mm-hmm so that we can have three days off to do things outside of work because our work is so exhausting that you don't really have the energy to do anything after work. Mm-hmm. And you work all day. Mm-hmm. So then your day is gone. So it's nice to just have that extra time to play. Yeah. Yeah. To play, to, again, to keep yourself sane. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So it's good. Not very good. Is there any personality traits that you say that helped you achieve the things you have um i i don't know like i'm happy go lucky mm-hmm. and so then i just do it mm-hmm. and people just i feel like i'm just lucky like i get lucky 
in a whole bunch of situations mm-hmm. where like I got lucky going or being promoted to shift supervisor. <laughs> um, that's something, yeah, that I didn't expect, but it put me into a position of power mm-hmm. where I feel, I don't know, good about it or whatever. Like even going to university, I feel like I got lucky by just being on the Dean's list. Cause I found all my classes quote easy. But I think that's, like, but there's a hard work, like, there's a yeah, work ethic. Yeah, and so I had a that. really, I was really fortunate, because, like, I was homeschooled, so I had that work ethic that was needed and necessary for university, mm-hmm. where I could just work by myself and just do it. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, tenacity's come up mm-hmm. yep. quite a bit in my thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't really say I'm tenacious, because I'm also very quick to give up, it feels like. Mm. Yeah. I can't speak so, to that, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, and I even can't even think of, like, a, an example of when I was just like, no, okay, I'm done with that. Hmm. So, I don't know, but, I don't know, I feel like I'm just happy-go-lucky, and then hard work, and mm-hmm. just my creativity, Yeah, I feel like. No, for me, it's definitely my, I'm very stubborn. Yes. Very stubborn, and which also falls under determined, focused. Yeah. XYZ, once I have a vision you're not much like budging me yeah and i've been that since i was a small child yeah hi we're doing this it's gonna look like this we're yeah. uh, and it's gonna end like this and then we're gonna do this yeah and again bossy maybe <laughs> no but no my determination like i am able to put my head down and work yeah to achieve what i want to achieve 100%. right i started working in uh 10th grade and I had about 10 grand saved up by graduation. That's nice. And I traveled. Yeah. I had all my savings to travel. Yeah. And I went to most of the places I want to go to. I, my travel is just still, I think, forever yeah. going to be long. 100%. Um, just because there's new things that pop up all the time. But I still have, like, a fund for that. <clears throat> Not the same value right now because <laughs> it's all gone. I spent it all. Yeah. But... To do the things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Once I have an idea, I'm able to put my head down. I'm able to just rock with it. Just do it. And once I feel inspired about that, it also kind of helps my creative side. Yeah. Because I get excited. Yeah. And then I'm like over, almost overwhelming about it. Like, how many times do I text you 45 messages in a row with like ideas <laughs> yep. that just pop into my head as I'm doing schoolwork? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You just brain wanders and you're like, oh my goodness, I love this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm also, I think my intuition also i think helps my helps me achieve what i've achieved yeah my gut feelings has kept me out of bad situations and like oh no i want to do this yeah and it's all like kind of led me to these paths and i keep that's okay (laughs) (laughs) um yeah those are things i think would really yeah that have been consistent yeah definitely throughout my life no very good those four traits very good personality traits Personality someone, someone traits. argue otherwise. <laughs> yeah, but those are things mm-hmm. that I would look up to. Mm-hmm. Or I do. Like, the yeah. determination and the focus and the drive is just, like, so awesome. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I get determined and then it gets hard. And then I'm like, no, I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so, so you're the one end of that. Because there are also many people in my life that I meet who don't like me. Yeah. Right off the bat. And haven't since I was, like, six years old. Yeah. When I was six, it was the first incident of someone just like purposely like excluding me mm-hmm. 
because they didn't like me and I didn't know why. Yeah. I didn't know what I did. Um, maybe I was bossier than I thought, but <laughs> for me, I was just excited. I wanted to play. I wanted to do these things and yeah, I would get excited about things to the point where I think that's where I ended up being bossy because I really wanted it to, to reenact up. what was in my head. Yeah. I wanted it to come to life. Yeah. And so I, as a child, of course, you have like social development, right? So learning to yeah. balance that was different. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like all up to high school, there are many people that I met, even university, who either said you're intimidating mm-hmm. or I didn't like you when I first met you. Yeah. And I had no idea why. Yeah. And so that fed my insecurity. And that's where I wanted oh, to kind of make myself smaller. And I didn't want to stand out too much. Yeah. Shut down things like National Geographic. Yeah. Like, come on. I even went like I even I think I intentionally subconsciously intentionally um bombed my interview with chopped canada um because i'd gotten in i didn't think i was going to get in and i had a phone interview yeah and there was a a question in it that i i think about often that i think i made myself small so that they wouldn't choose me right but that's only like a reflective thought because in the moment it's kind of like oh i don't want to be a star yeah Kind of thing. Like, oh, I I can't do this TV. Like, oh, I'm I'm no good. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But everyone else around me was able to see. Like, no, you're good at cooking. Mm-hmm. You can do this thing if you just lean into it. And then I'm like, mm, nope, psychology. Yeah. Skirt like, <laughs> crash, burn, boom. Like, no interview for me. I'm not going to foods. I'm not doing being a cook. I'm not yeah. yada yada yada. I'm veering off and I'm going to do the academia route, which I was miserable. Yeah. Oh, academia is not fun. <laughs> yeah. It is not fun at all. So, like, I like the brain. Yeah. And everything happens for a reason. It leads you to where you are now, but, like... Ugh. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, what's one thing that you're excited for in the future that your childhood self would be excited for? More travels, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I have a lot more motivation to do food kind of related stuff, business related stuff, the entrepreneurial side. Yeah. And I think with that will come my movie moments. Yes. Right? I can feel like the cool main character who's like in this fun little bustling apartment and Yeah. things like that. Like I very much I've always had this dream of like living in a revamped warehouse apartment. Yeah. And I do think I'll achieve that one day. Yeah. Um, my adult self wants a vintage home as well, but that cannot be fun. <laughs> but I think I'm I'm no no longer like stunting opportunities. I'm taking everything as it is. I'm networking yeah. where I can just to have things on my plate. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think my childhood self is like my ambitious childhood self is going to be very stoked. Yeah. To see what I achieve um, as I get older. Yeah. And you? I like that. Um. My childhood self is very excited to grow more into who I am and kind of, like, develop back into myself. Mm -hmm. And she's so excited to have a family. Oh, yeah. So excited. Mm -hmm. And that was something that was really, really weird for me was Mm -hmm. because I was always super excited to get married and have kids. Mm -hmm. But then I told my parents that and they were shocked. Hmm. They had no... I told my mom, I was like, yeah, no, like, I'd homeschool my kids. Like, I think that'd be a really good idea. Like, it'd be fun to just spend all day with my children and teach them. Yeah. She was shocked. Hmm. She's like, I had no idea that that was something that you wanted to do. That's funny. And I was like, why? So now I'm like, 
so curious what it was about me at that time because I was like mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. I was really young. Mm-hmm. No, I've always loved like the idea of playing house, and I've always, but I also wanted to travel and jet set and yeah, do all these fun things. I've just kind of wanted all. Yeah, like 100%. I want my cake and I want to eat it too, and or whatever it is, have my yeah. cake and eat it too. Yeah, whatever that phrase is, but. And I think I will. I'm also very excited for, I don't know, like, I picture a wedding. I want to be married. Yeah. That's so traditional and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I want kids and I want a marriage. I want to achieve very much what my my parents have. Yeah, definitely. I admire their relationship. Yeah. Um, And I won't accept anything less than magical. Yeah. And so that's why I know, like, when it happens, it's going to be... It's exactly gonna be exactly what I want it to be. It's gonna be my my version of my Disney princess moment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you mentioned family. I am excited yeah. for that part of things. I'm not super stoked on the idea of having kids right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I will be once I've kind of like done like catered my life to my myself yeah. and no definitely yeah. and I feel like I definitely want to like work on who i am so that i can raise my kids in a healthier environment Mm -hmm. because i feel like right now i'm way too reactive and here's why people have so many traumas right yes is is that exact reason so that's something that i kind of want to get a little bit more under control before Mm -hmm. i start having children so that i can give them the best i don't know chance oh that's beautiful so emotional i love that (laughs) (laughs) oh so good. I love that. Should we wrap it up there? You I think? think so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, we want to hear from you guys. Yes. What are some of your childhood dreams? What are things that you're proud of? Yes. What are some things you've accomplished that your childhood self would just go crazy over? Yes. Make sure you live for your inner child because she, he, they yeah. are so stoked they're so stoked at what you're doing right now so buy that fun pair of shoes yeah buy that cool bag go on that fun trip read that cool book Mm. don't be afraid what other people are gonna think because it's gonna be amazing like cater your life for yourself right and don't stunt yourself because of standards of other people yeah that just leads to regret it's nothing good like make sure you're being your like authentic self and yeah as best you can as best you know how to and yeah just experience have fun right right? everything's so serious and heavy and everyone wants to be grown up and there's no rush get a fun coloring book like allow explore your creative side yeah i don't know just do fun however you want to do yeah oh i love to see it a little positive moment at the end (laughs) (laughs) yeah awesome well thank you so much for listening to episode two if you made it all the way through we appreciate it yes um yeah follow us on socials yes like comment subscribe rate all that yes leave us a review i want to start a segment where we like read reviews okay i think that'd be fun we'd actually have to have reviews for that to happen so yeah that's on you guys yeah (laughs) we'll also do some more like um listener segments as as yep. things come up yeah, yeah as exactly. people are interested so if you have any topics you want um email us message us yeah because we'll have everything up on the site um for a comment box of that sort yes exactly and um all the ways you can get in touch with us will be in the description of both the video and the audio so you guys can look there mm-hmm. we'll have our website mm-hmm. well thank you so much thank you I'm very excited for this yes and ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for <laughs> <laughs>
So big thank you to Blueland for working with Sometimes Spotted Slaps. If you're passionate about the earth and a clean home, then these are the cleaning products for you. Blueland is a company that sells eco-friendly cleaning products on a subscription basis. You can buy the welcome kit, which comes with dissolvable tablets of the products and reusable containers for each product. I got the Clean Sweet Kit, which comes with a foaming hand soap, laundry detergent, powder dish soap, dishwasher detergent, multi-surface cleaner and bottle, bathroom cleaner and bottle, and glass and mirror cleaner and bottle. And I love it so far. It has done exactly what I need it to do. So there are so many kits that you can get. And once you have what you need, then the tablets can be mailed out as needed. So you can just order the tablets and you don't have to get rid of the bottle as if what you do when you go to the grocery store now. So we love that they don't send out useless plastic bottles with each product and you can just pop a tablet into the bottle and reuse it. So if you're interested in incorporating Blue Land products into your everyday life, click the link in our description and or on our website.